The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. I'm here today with a more full podcast than we have recently. It's not just me and Bobby. Hey, Bobby, how are you? Hey, Jack. I'm pretty good. How about you? It's excited uh, to have. Faithful. It's nice to have people here today. I know. I'm so excited. We have more people to yell at instead of I each other. No, oh, it's gonna be I'm gonna great. be yelled at today. Damn it! <laughs> you can't tell. Today, I am joined by Peter Dancy. How are you, Peter? I'm pretty good. How are you? Wait I'm doing minute. well. I'm really sleep deprived, so this is gonna be yeah, a fun. Yeah, I can one. tell. I can tell. <laughs> I get great. my announcer voice on. I'm like, hey guys, how are you? I'm also joined here today. To what? What's up? That was closer to Barney than announcer. I love you. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was my sexy deep voice. It's no, no, Barney. It was- it was right there, right at that, right at that particular moment where you said, "I love you, okay. you <laughs> love me, we're a big happy fan." I actually don't remember how Barney goes. I'm I don't really know about happy, but okay. <laughs> Before we get too far on, let me introduce the final member of our cast today, Trevor Flynn. How are you, Trevor? I'm good. I'm happy to be here and be a person with people. Glad to be here. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> gotta unbo- you gotta unbox that a little bit more. Uh, have you not been seeing people? <laughs> no, just um, the podcast hasn't been very full lately, like you mentioned. Uh, oh yeah, we're only gonna make you guys feel bad about that for a little while longer. Don't worry, we'll we'll get you, over it. Me and you Bobby mean a lot longer, it. right? Yeah, I do mean a lot. Yeah, we're not gonna tell them longer. Bobby <laughs> likes it the entire episode. <laughs> Well, today the cast went off and saw Central Intelligence with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. Take it away, Bobby. What did you think of this beautiful movie? I actually didn't. I'm just singling you out. I'll I'll take it. I feel bad because I just uh, I had nothing to pass off there. Um, <laughs> let's go to somebody else. Who are we gonna pick on? Peter. <laughs> Summarize. I swear I didn't do it because you're black. <laughs> oh my what? <laughs> Whatever. I swear. What? I swear it's not that racist. I'll say, I'll, I'll say it's because my last name like technically comes first out of all four of us. I'll go with that one. There you go. You're just the one in the cast. I have like a four pictures of you guys and you know, and Trevor's just like got his like little thing because he's got terrible internet, so it's it's Bobby and then it's you, so you're first up. Trevor. That's totally uh, fair. Peter. Wow. What what <laughs> did you Summarize the movie real quick for us. What happened in Central Intelligence? Okay, so Central Intelligence is a movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, former for, former uh, WWE wrestler and current comedian, um, respectively. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne 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 plays a uh, plays a CIA agent who find, who find, who, find, who finds his finds his old classmate played by Kevin Hart um, who helped who who helped him out. Um, 20 years 20 years ago at their the last pep rally senior year to help him recover some documents that are very very dangerous in the wrong hands um but but Dwayne, but the rock is being framed and it's basically just the antics of them of them going about saving it and them being chased by CIA agents who are try, who are who think that Dwayne is the bad guy and all the shit that goes all the shit that goes on with that really just a just a you know you can call it what it is. It's MacGuffin bullshit for the buddy comedy movie that is Dwayne okay, the yeah. Rock Johnson and yeah, Kevin it's, Hart. Yeah, it's basically a buddy cop film, but they're I mean, not cops. Literally. 
They're not cops. It's 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 hyperbole. They're, be- they're better. <laughs> they are kind of better, actually. I li- I actually I really liked the interplay. Actually, I was surprised. I'm not a I'm not usually like a buddy cop comedy kind of guy. I'm just yeah. Not, I mean, I I guess technically like stuff like Die Hard is so like loosely based buddy cop comedy stuff is like kind of like the best examples of the genre for me. Like stuff like Cop Out. Which is just bad because it's Kevin Smith, but like all the same. Yeah. <laughs> or twenty one. Or twenty one. I was about Street, to. Uh, yeah, twenty one Jump Street. It's probably oh, that yeah. one. Gold that standard. one is great. They're actually cops. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point, guys. <laughs> 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 they're, it's not just a buddy cop comedy. They are buddy cops. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> as bro as one can get. Um, I, I like bro. to feel that I'm that bro with you guys a lot of the time. I like to feel that way. That like. I don't know. I don't mean to, I, you know. I'm just doing the trifecta of getting on your nerves today, Peter. <laughs> like we have like like this pseudo homosexual relationship going on, and I'm just like, hey, what's up? Can I, I like just the, say I like that there was a top. lot of gay shit in this film. There, <laughs> there was. was a lot of yeah. gay shit in this and I actually, film. Well, how'd you how'd you feel about it? Because there was a little bit like, like at points I was like not uncomfortable, but I was like I was like I wonder like from a different perspective like how people take this. Like a lot of actual gay shit, or a lot of like oh, no homo, like kind of like bro uh, mance kind of shit. Implied and but 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 also but also kind of like bromance, like very like very 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 heavily bromance shit. That, yeah. that, that's how I would classify it. I would I would cu- I would say it went to a because uh, I ro- I love bromance relationships in films and these films kind of turn on the bromance like uh, and I feel like this one has an okay one at its central core, but I feel like they push. Probably not that like probably the implied lovey doveyness between the two of them to a level to an uncomfortable not an uncomfortable place. It's not, none of things about it's uncomfortable, but just like it kind of jumps the shark on its own like you know quintessential bromance. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I'll well, I think that's that. because the basic premise of the film is that the you know the Rock's character is completely obsessed with Kevin Hart's character. Yeah. From the get-go, even though they have no personal relationship prior to the start of this film, they have literally had one interaction where Hart showed some kindness to The Rock, and that's like, and then The Rock builds this into this whole thing in his head. That's why it's kind of like uncomfortable and awkward because it's a fabricated relationship that the entire film is based off of. I have to compare this to every harem anime comedy ever because they have they have this thing where it's like there's always like the childhood friend trope where it's like it's like this childhood friend where like the protagonist showed them like just the most ridiculously little amount of like love or compassion or something like when they were little and they come back years later super hot and they're just like a creepy level of into them and that's that's like when i was watching this movie i was like man there's like three other girls pop up and we got a like a harem anime and like i don't know (laughs) like a like a black exploitation harem anime that's yeah i would pay like as soon as i thought that 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 thing's peter i was like I would pay so much money to go see so that. So much, <laughs> like a homosexual black exploitation gay harem. Like I, I would. I, oh my god! <laughs> like make that shit a comedy, and I would have gone like during non matinee hours to go see that. That that that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> also, I'm just saying, The Rock is very handsome. Oh, he's a good looking oh, man. Oh God, yes. I I was I was actually. I was surprised, like, cause I, I know, cause I mean, I'm, I know he's like, uh, he's like, he's always in fit, but I, I don't know, like, in this movie, like, 
with just like regular old t-shirts and maybe it's just because he's always standing next to kevin hart i think that <laughs> so, that, that helps that's probably because like i always had a, like a very good sense of scale for him through the whole movie i was like that dude is huge <laughs> and kevin hart is short yeah <laughs> Which was even played up in one of the uh, in one of the promos for the piece, so it's pretty, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yep, yep. I think I know which promo you're talking about. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. I mean, I mean, but moving on, like I think that's the issue for me is like if I'm going to be totally blunt with this film, I felt that I I liked you know go, as much as I admit that bunny comedy buddy comedy films turn on their duo, I didn't. I felt like the plot was so fucking contrived. And like and like really bothered me in terms of it just not being non-existent to some extent. Plot was bar- I was about to say it was barely there. Really, it just functioned as an excuse for bits. Right. That's exactly what I was saying. It, it functioned as an excuse for like they're like it's going to be a totally boss story, and I was like. Like when that wow. line becomes meta in the context of the movie, you've like failed on a story structure level because <laughs> like, it felt meta because he's yeah. like, because that's all this is, is like a bunch of boss stories that are strung together by a really random fucking premise. Well, and I think they also just really wanted to do things like The Rock was like, I want to jump out of a window. And they were like, let's write something so he can jump out of a window. And he's like, <laughs> I want to crash an airplane. And, you know, it's just. It was kind of an absurd level of uh, action that you got, but it was a summer blockbuster, you know, like it was, you know, funny enough and it was engaging enough. You didn't fall asleep in the theater. You got to sit in the dark when it's hot outside for, you know, an hour and, uh, you know, (laughs) like there were explosions. Mm. It's kind of, you know, pretty good for what it is. Which car are we taking? Not that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, let's just blow some shit up and you know throw some punches around and boom, movie. It's I mean, what they are. I had a lot of fun with this one. I just don't know that I like it. Sorry, I'm eating food. Some of those pop. Yes, you're chewing very loudly. <laughs> no, I, I I think I think for me, I think for me like the humor level for this film just kind of went back to to what we were talking about earlier today. Um, with with like how. Like t- t- today and the past couple of days, where for me, whenever I see Kevin Hart in a film or a television show, he is just fun- to me. He is funnier when he's doing his own material in stand-up because it because yeah. there's a di- because there's a great difference between him doing stuff that his that is written for him, where they're trying to make him funny, versus him no- versus him knowing what he can say, how to say it to whatever audience he is performing in front of, and I feel that. I, I feel that for me, like yes, it was funny, but for me, it was more chuckles rather than like outright laughter. As outright laughter, because because I because I know for me, like like the two hours that I was sitting in there, I was like, okay, you know, this is this is all fine and dandy. But honestly, I m- most of my laughing came from when they were showing the outtakes during the credits. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, got the. Uh, sorry, go I ahead, feel like go ahead, most of the humor of this movie that was supposed to be there at least was just rested on this premise of Kevin Hart playing the straight man. And like saying no to the action, no saying no to the adventure, the whole time, like in in these mm-hmm. stressful situations, is like no, this is not going to happen this way. Like just being outside the context of the movie, and it right, that, right. that really got really, old for me by the end of it. Yeah. I those were I yeah. think the weakest moments in the whole thing, I th- which I is also what it was thing. based around. 
doesn't usually in a buddy cop comedy like if there's a comedian pair up like there's a badass like doesn't usually like the badass play like I feel like this is like a like a Bruce Willis type character who's usually playing the straight man who's a badass and there's like the comedian he's like oh my god it's like Chris Rock or something I don't know why wow, it's Chris, Chris Rock yeah Chris Rock <laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't know why he came immediately to mind but like I Rush feel hour. like I feel Rush like hour. it's Chris weird Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's that yeah yeah. I feel like it's yeah. really weird for the comedian to be playing uh, the straight man. And I think as a result, it's kind of like mixed up in that. But I do honestly feel like the filmmakers were correct in their assumption that The Rock on screen is fucking funnier than, than Kevin Hart. That's not to say that Kevin Hart doesn't write better jokes. He clearly does. But The Rock just has a, like, has a, just has a more of a screen presence and a presentation of comedy that works better overall. Well, he yeah. upstaged The Rock, uh, Hart big time. Like, Johnson did a much better job in that film than I thought Hart did. I think that he did okay with the material he was provided yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as like facial gags and um you yeah. know like bits and stuff like that the rock nailed it his little dance moves and his little facial expressions yes. and all that kind of stuff i mean he he really did a great job in the film which is which is i think just interesting because i think it's like the reverse of what people would expect kind of the things to happen but at the same time with with the rock like um fuck you lost your train of thought. I'm really tired, guys. I'm going to drink some coffee. <laughs> Somebody else fucking talk. <laughs> the train of thought is still boarding at the station. It's it's uh, it's pretty derailed at this point, Bobby. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, shit. Should have taken, should have taken a left at Albuquerque. No, no I think, <laughs> More I think train traditionally... <laughs> Train drugs forever. <laughs> I think traditionally when you're watching a film like like a summer blockbuster like this where you have a comedian playing a main character, you expect the comedian to be the funny person. And that's really not what you get here. I don't think that's necessarily a detriment to the film, but it it is not going to meet the expectations of a lot of people who go to see it because yeah. Kevin Hart's fine. He's, you know, he's there throughout the film. He doesn't necessarily drag it down in any way, but I also don't think he adds to the good moments of the film. I also thought the rest of the characters were pretty flat, with maybe oh, the exception God. of Aaron Paul, yes. who did get I his, mean, he did manage to get his bitch <laughs> line in there. Did, everybody, did anybody else catch that on, on the bridge? Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. That was, that was kind sorry. of a, like, roll my eyes moment when he did that. I think this, the funny thing is to me is that I'm coming to this movie and being like, this is the flattest fucking movie I've ever seen yeah. in terms of characters, plot, and everything. But I still laugh because of The Rock. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, it's really, he really carried the movie because it didn't I, have a really lot of stuff going for it. It's to me, it. though, the fact that he did. Like, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I've, I've always said this. Like, The Rock is way underestimated in terms of his actual acting chops. Yes. But, like, and mm -hmm. he, like, I've seen it stuff in, like, pain and gain like he's amazing yeah um and like the right role but this is funny because i was making this comparison the other day is like this is not the first time that the rock has like outshone a comedian in a supporting role to him because i mean kevin hart is actually the main character of this so he's technically supporting roles so this this i feel like this movie is really from a, on a on a buddy cop script level very weirdly reversed and it feels reversed and it feels kind of wrong in that way not in like a not not for any other reason than it was just designed weirdly that way but it's I, not to say it's bad it's just weird but the thing is like in other movies like um the rundown or walking tall he's always like the rock has been paired with like a buddy uh like a buddy little like like uh, like he johnny knoxville in walking tall and uh i forget the guy who plays stifler in uh, the rundown and i always kept I thinking like 
The Rock was always way funnier than any of the comedic elements he was paired with. And, it, and it's funny to me because I always took it like kind of a Ricky Bobby thing with like uh, Michael Clark Duncan and like Will, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Because like they talk like Michael Clark Duncan was talking in, in like outtakes and he's like he just talks about how like like these new breed of like um, actor comedians kind of operate. And, they, and he's like, and he's like, you got to get in there and you got to just do this improv stuff. And Michael Clark Duncan's just like, I, I don't do that. It's <laughs> like, I read lines, bitch. I'm an actor. <laughs> like, and, I, and, I, and I think that was, I think that I, I just had that sort of comparison moment where it felt like Kevin Hart, this movie was, was working from material and a script. And I felt like The Rock was just like in the moment actually acting. And I thought that was, I think this was like, this would be a great movie to show to like, like acting 101 classes for screen acting, Trevor, not for actual acting. I yeah, know no, what you're gonna I, say. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I can, I can, I can, I'm glad you make the distinction, but I wasn't going to I can hear your brain working from like over <laughs> here. Like I, I just know you're like, like when I go to the theater, like, like there's like a little Trevor that sits on my shoulder and comments <laughs> on, the, on like the acting. Like, like a mini, like like, mini cronk. No, exactly. Like my internalized acting critic is like Trevor. <laughs> that is beautiful. I love he like that. sits on his shoulder. He's got a little fedora, and he's like, "Arr." Uh. <laughs> I'll try not to moment. let that go to my head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like when when you, when you speak when you speak to when you talk about Kevin Hart, like not like not really getting in there and being in the moment, like. To go to, to go back to, to go back to how like, I laugh most during the credits. Um, do, do you do you all remember do you all remember uh, during during the credits when when they show t- they show two videos side by side the uh, the Rock recording himself Kevin Hart recording himself and like and like them saying like it, it was it was when uh, the the fire depart the fire department showed up like the fire department is here on the set instead of Central Intelligence. That was uh, and like I I remember seeing that like yeah. last year. During I, I, I went, when when they were filming everything and they have like five like five or six videos where, where they where they did that same they did that same thing that was a mo- that was a, t- a time where I saw Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart being as much in the moment as as the Rock and it's like why didn't you mm-hmm. bring that for the full duration of this film? Well, I think yeah. that's I think I think the the bottom line is like comedians are not actors and I think yes. <laughs> I mean neither are WWE wrestlers but I think. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has always been that weird exception, and I think the issue is that Kevin Hart is not that exception. But it's weird that I have an expectation of certain actors to be better actors than WWE wrestlers. It's it's funny to me, like like I realize that like I'm I, I am acting like I'm surprised by the fact that the Rock is so much better than him. But I think that's like unfair. Like you know, Kevin Hart is not a fucking classically trained actor. Like he is a comedian. He is a funny guy well i don't even think it comes on to classical training either part of it you know there are groups acting groups out there yeah who just won't take people with drama majors believe me i've looked and (laughs) there's something to be said for just having you know a fresh no association with how you uh, uh, you know approach approach that and whereas kevin hart is coming from a profession where he already has his own way of doing things and dwayne the rock johnson is is not coming from a profession like that it kind of makes sense to me that that would be trevor i I have to be honest with you, and, and this is just my experience with doing like crappy little films. Because I've done some here, and I've hired actors. Um, it is very difficult. Like, let's say that I like I'm a I'm like writing and directing, and I have a script, and I have a very clear mindset. A malleable individual is much more interesting to me 
than an actor. Right. If I actually care about the source material to me, and that's not to say like the person can be in the moment and represent that thing. And that's the thing is like certain actors are just like inherently good at representing like one thing. And you, you know, you're going to go before. I mean, cause if you got a casting department, you're like, Oh, let's run out and grab the guy that does this. Like that does mm-hmm. the sage wise grandfather. And the fact that that guy is just that character, you know, that's better than somebody who's like acting his ass off, but doesn't necessarily fit it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, the other thing is like fucking, I'm sorry, dude, drama majors are just, Really goddamn high maintenance. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I, what what are we getting like into a, here, like man? I feel like we're going out on a tangent that we don't necessarily need to go on right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I just like I just like from like a shooting schedule and like this was never you. I'm not quoting you. You acted and stuff, and I've acted like I've I've directed you. But pretty much, let's be honest. Like when you, when we were directing in college, I liked you, I let you do whatever the fuck you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, d- I didn't question you. I had bigger fish to fry at the time, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were. Yeah, I there guess. were a lot worse actors on set than you, and that was the issue. <laughs> all right, all right, with the backpedaling, I get it, I get it. Not looking at you, Sean Solis. <laughs> Arr, I'm gonna kill people. Arr, arr, I'm Sean Solis, and I act like a goddamn pirate for no reason, even when I'm an insurance murderer or whatever. I had it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna kill you later. Consoles, uh, pirate murder. I'm gonna drive Jack crazy by saying lines like this and get murdered by Bobby. Arr, I don't know. So, why he's a so, pirate. so to get back to the movie, because I think someone needs to pull <laughs> us back. Um, Thank you, what, Trevor. I, I'm curious what y'all made of the um, what I thought was maybe one of the better points the movie had going for is that they tried to write into it this kind of uh, heavy-handed, maybe anti-bullying theme yes into the whole thing yeah. what did you guys think about that poorly put together yeah i definitely I, thought it was heavy-handed but i actually thought there were some really nice moments that they created there um like that i, I did think it was pretty poignant when they had the rock confront his high school bully for the first time like yeah. I, I actually I actually really liked that moment in the film. I didn't like when they brought it back around at the very end of the film, but in that middle portion where right. okay, okay, they basically okay. just have the rock yeah, go yeah. silent and he gets all like you, you basically see him like revert back to the kid he was in high school. I thought yeah. that was a really nice moment that really shows how like, you know, severe bullying can cause that kind of, you know, trauma that actually can last longer yeah. into the future okay. I, I'm cool. I thought that was a good moment go ahead go ahead peter no i was gonna, i was just gonna add to that like like i piggybacking off piggybacking off with bobby like you know like with 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 every with everything that the rocks character did over the past 20 years worked out every worked out six hours every day for the past 20 years even when even when you put that much effort into bettering yourself there's still going to be all of that damage that happened in the back of your head and 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 you could have the best support system in the world, but there still may be a part of you, much like we saw when he went silent, where it's like, you still remember, you are still affected by it. And I'll agree, it was rather heavy handed, but it was, I agree, it was, it was a good moment to have. I, I, here's my thing. If, if you're going to do 
a bullying scene, do a bullying scene, but commit to it all the way is my beef. I, I liked it. I agree with you, Bobby. Like, the, him, like, The Rock, even despite everything, freezing up in the presence of his old bully was a good thing, but then the end was just fucking stupid. It no, had no I payoff. Oh, no, yeah. And, and, and it, it essentially, like, it's, it, like, the movie, like, tackled, like, a big issue, like, a couple of really, really deep issues, mm-hmm. and then just went nowhere with him, and that's what? my big problem. Why don't you think the ending worked? Because I, I have a couple reasons I think it didn't. Um, I think it didn't work because of, I mean, here's my, all right. There's a difference between like why I think it doesn't work narratively because it doesn't nec- It's not a terrible narrative thing. I just think it's, I just think it's, for me, it's almost offensive to like to set up a bully arc and then just like dump out of it in terms of like if you just got to get strong and get tough, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's like I think honestly the way they dump out of it. Like, cause I think that I don't think they intended to necessarily put that out there, but really they they resolve the issue by him just like getting over his shit, which is just not how bullying works. So I think that for me, it's almost like ultimately like offensive to from from my standpoint about like people like fighting back against bullies and stuff. Like it's like just get tough, bitches, and I'm just like, no, that's not how that works. Like I know confidence is important, and that's the thing, but the whole. Like for me, the biggest issue is that the moral that it's accidentally putting out there is kind of shit, and that's yeah. my big problem. I mean, the bigger reason is that it just it's just totally there's like no change in him as an individual. Like Kevin betrays him, and all that stuff happens, but there's no there's just no <laughs> there's no like A to Z. There's no like oh he freezes up again, but then freeze up here. Like I didn't see a moment unless you guys spotted something in the film I didn't that like triggered him to be like I'm braver now. No, it's just like he comes over his thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, my big problem with the ending is that I felt like the film plugged along for a really long time with the, who do we believe, you know, is The Rock telling the truth, what's happening, you know, just basing off that confusion, and you get down to the very end of the film where they need to wrap up all these last little ends that they've been messing with, and they wrap it up in like three minutes. Right. It, Trevor, yeah. what was what was your what was your issues with it? Um, well, yeah, I, basically kind of the same thing. I think it works um, that they, they resolve the bullying arc with... Uh, the Rock's character just through the virtue of the fact that he is The Rock and that comes through his physique I think in two different ways and in the first that he just flat out decks Jason Bateman and knocks him down uh, first of all the first thing he sees him which is kind of you know uh, obviously a maybe odd way to resolve a a, a bullying uh, arc and that you physically overcome the bully just by punching him uh, which is a little simple mind And then second of all, uh, for me, when he um, strips naked uh, at the end, and that's (laughs) supposed to be him overcoming, like, the shame he felt when he was obese, and they threw him out in the gym naked in the beginning to, like, shame him and bully him. The reason that works, again, I think, is because he's Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and they still have that great moment kind of where Melissa McCarthy shows up and kind of like maybe puts the body issue in perspective. I don't know what the politics were there with why they did no, that. This but is the thing. It's like, just overcoming its bu- it's just overcoming its bullshit with bullshit. Like it's like yeah. um I love you too, babe. Um it's overcoming <laughs> it's like it's uh, yeah, that's an awkward moment for that to happen, but it's it's overcoming like it's uh it's like emotional troubles and all these things that are real issues are deep things. It's 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 a movie that actually successfully sets up these issues and then follows through on them in the stupidest goddamn way. Totally like, agree. And I hated yeah. that they waited until like the very end to like throw in the love interest. 
like we mentioned it once early in the film and like it never comes up again and then the the rock strips naked and all of a sudden Melissa McCarthy shows up and we're like, oh, hey, love interest. Let's have you make out now because that's how we're going to conclude the movie. Like, and, and she's why? just like she's just like down for it. It's like nude dude in a gymnasium. I'm going to I'm going to fucking get my tongue up all in, in, in that. Haven't seen I, him I, in 20 years and all of a sudden like, yeah, romance. Yeah, there yeah. was a big like stereotypical comedy. Everybody gets married at the end kind of championing monogamy <laughs> final act of this movie <laughs> between yeah. that between that and his wife showing up and their marriage just being fixed you know like all, yeah. all that's baby that yeah, they had to go to couples counseling in the oh, context yeah. of the film but it's magically better the moment they get to the fucking reunion not what? to mention that the couple counselor that he took her to was like actually his friend and she just like is totally cool with it like yeah i mean yeah, just like, ignored that part altogether the, the, right, the massive right, right, right. breach in trust that occurred in the middle of the oh, film my God, yeah I, I think i think the issue is it's clear to me that like this is just like it's I, and the only reason this is, I'm, I'm like totally aware of this is because i've done this in something i've written like he just <laughs> <laughs> ran out of room no i did it i like i like i was i wrote a college uh, like a college piece and I, I filmed it and i like ran out of room and like had to wrap everything up and i only had like you know i was only gonna have like a 10 minute film so I, like i wrapped it i like made way too complicated a backstory and that's the thing is like i do think this setup the initial setup and presentation of everything is really great but honestly that scene in the gym is like horrifying it's scarring like i was just yeah. like fuck that i mean that and, really like put a little pit in my stomach when they show and I mean, it's the smack dab beginning it's of the movie, and it's brutal. Yep. It, like, it here's my theory poignant. too: is I think that there was maybe going to be a little bit more influence on this. For what, for one reason, thing I noticed is that they have that moment when he's confronting Jason Bateman the first time, where he looks in the mirror, and Jason Bateman says, "You know, uh, once a fat kid, always a fat kid," and he sees his reflection of how he looked back in high school. Later, when he's on stage and he strips naked, yeah, I swear to God, there's a moment where they were going to do that again and have him look in the mirror and just see himself that, as he is, because you can kind of see his reflection off stage. They should have. That would have been better. That would have at least given a wrap up. Yeah, that would have like helped just, that no, a little bit. It it, no, it would have yeah. been because then it's they, they. I can tell you exactly why the fuck they didn't that because they put it up there and people were like fat shaming, like that's that's right. exact. I, I can tell you right now why the fuck that didn't happen <laughs> is yeah. because like this. It, it's already an uncomfortable territory, guys. Like it's an mm -hmm. un, it's uncomfortable to say that fat people can't be happy. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Or at least, like that that's happening that's yeah. happening in this film yeah no it's true like it's and I, and I and I'm gonna put it here I don't think any member of this film is unintentionally is is intentionally saying that I really deeply do not think anyone is is intentionally it's just accidental based upon this funny scenario they thought up and then the accidental moral that comes about is fat people suck well, but then they or have Melissa McCarthy fat, come in there, sucks. who's like notoriously, uh, uh, you know, just a, a pop culture icon for the opposite view. Right. Yeah. And I feel right. like that. That for me, that moment was like them trying to lend. I mean, it's maybe no, insidious I, it's, to suggest that that was them I, I, trying to lend legitimacy to that. that well, that's the whole thing. Is the whole there. end of it feels like the whole end of it feels like they're apologizing or that this went to a screen test and they were like shit I didn't think about that that's what I that's what some of those end elements feel like is they're like they're like trying to they're like people are like you know f they, there's a fat person in there that got like his feeling hurts and that one of those screen tests and he's I apologize I don't mean to call him fat person like that sounds that sounds really fucking bad um but the whole point is I'm just saying like you know there's probably somebody that got their feelings hurt in the in the test and like oh we didn't think about this it's unintentionally very offensive to a certain groups of people 
Yeah. That could, I mean, that very well could be an explanation for why it ended the way that it did. It's just, it really felt no, that. No, I mean, that that's still like, un, that's not necessarily, like, I don't think it was chopped off at the end like that. It's definitely like, a, it, it, from a deeper screen perspective, it's all leading to this, and they just ran out of room. So it all, the whole thing just ends easily. Because they got a comedy, they did their bits, and now it's like, oh, it's, everything's blind. Like, that's, that's a big issue with this film. Yeah, I just think that the biggest issue with the film is that there, none of the characters really grow in any way. I mean, I guess Kevin Hart's character grows the most out of any of them, but The Rock's character really, the overcoming of the bullying thing is, is just weak. You know, it was a great setup, and its, uh, its conclusion was a, just, mm-hmm. it was a letdown because it didn't feel like he learned anything, and it didn't really ever feel resolved. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't really ex- let on what he learned or what he did or did not learn like it just kind of like he's a character that really remains unchanged throughout the story right but nothing nothing's fucking happening it's just he completed his mission i think maybe the the point that we're supposed to take away because i feel like there has to be something in there that at least superficially is supposed to inspire that change in him is maybe the fact that kevin hart character um, believed in him after all. Uh, that's the whole plot of the movie hinged upon was someone actually believing in his version of events and being a friend to him and that's what like that one bit of confidence in him given by somebody else gave him then the confidence to be himself kind of thing. Does that make sense? I mean I know yeah. it still sounds I'm not, weak. I'm but, sure it's there but like yeah. that's just like that's the issue is I, I, I agree with you in that I'm pretty sure that's the narrative they were going for. It's I don't think it's the narrative they ended up with. Yeah. It's By a little accident. superficial. No, I, I I think well I mean I think that I think the issue for this movie is maybe not necessarily the that the end is weird. It's just too successful at setting up issues in the in the main movie when we're here for comedic laughs because we the comedic laughs are successful to to the most part. I did I chuckled in this. I, I will say this is a big this movie isn't a big laugh out loud funny. It's a very good chuckler. You know, like I kind of yes. chuckle along to the whole. It's not movie. a belly laugh, but I mean you'll yeah. giggle like yeah you'll giggle. It's it's a good distraction <laughs> movie. See, this was my like my my uh, my jive with going to to see this is because I, I usually do not give comedies, just build as comedies a chance. Like, I would rather sit in a drama and then have a belly laugh with the comic relief character like two or three times in a film than just chuckle along the whole time. But I think it's no, just I, fun. Go ahead, you Molly. know, it's, it's like, I agree that I, in general, I prefer watching dramas to comedies um, when it comes to film because you know, I find them to have more artistic value and they're more interesting to me because they're more complex. Usually comedies are very simple and rely on the same set of tropes and that's uh, why I don't tend to why I don't tend to enjoy them as much. There are some stellar comedies that exist. Right. Central Intelligence falls in my mind into the summer blockbuster comedy. Un- undeniable. It Agreed. is. It, it has really no artistic value. It's not really furthering the genre. It's not particularly clever. But is it fun for two hours? Yeah, it's fun. I don't know. I think sometimes for me, I think, I think a comedy is actually a way more complicated piece to put together than a drama, to my mind. Sometimes, like, like I, I'll say this. Like, I, it's been quite a fucking while since I've gone into a purely com- like a like a hardcore comedy no, no, and that's the thing is like you know Finding Dory is not a comedy no. these a lot of these movies have like comedy so it's like an action comedy type of thing right whereas this is an action comedy it's alright <laughs> but don't burp in each no, podcast it's not a successful podcast <laughs> um, 
I'm like fucking the the Rick and Morty and this Rick and you are. Yes. Yeah. We'll we'll you lose that viewer if if you stop. <laughs> we'll okay. We lost we lost a couple right there. Who cares? <laughs> um, like like I, I I don't like. It's been a very long time since I've watched a pure comedy and just like laughed out loud and had a good time with it. I think comedy. And the, there are some great comedies. A truly good comedy is an insanely hard thing to land. And I think it is, in some extent, far more complicated than any drama. So I think that's the thing. Is like, for me, like, you're perfectly right, Bobby. This is a summer blockbuster comedy. And this is the difference is that it's not a comedy. It is an action comedy distraction. And in that lens, it's okay. It's exactly. an okay thing. It yeah. is It is super fun. For, I'd say below average. I'd say yeah. below average. Yeah, I, I just think it's a fun summer thing. You know? Oh, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, if yeah, you, yeah. If you need some place to, like, go hang out for a couple of hours because you just want to be indoors because you're living in Texas and you're sweltering right now, then, yeah, I definitely go see it. If it's you hate good. superhero movies and you hate indie <laughs> movies and you hate most other movies, then go see this. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean to be mean, but like that's like the that's like the world we live in. I'm like, am am I gonna recommend this to a friend? No, there's a lot of good no. shit out right now. Like, no. go see it. Like, I, it's not a it's not a mean thing. It's just a, it's just a fact. My friends don't go to the movies every week. I mean, actually, my friends do go to the movies every week. These I friends do. Yeah. Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you are, in truth, my only friends. Yeah. Um, I hate how sad that that statement is <laughs> but, like, the truth hurts <laughs> it's too real <laughs> but i mean that's the thing is like let's like again we always talk about the theoretical viewer who goes to the movies maybe once every two weeks like or, or something along those lines just a, just a, he does he you know we always assume like that person's time is limited and that's the value of our criticism so assuming there is value in our criticism we're trying to inform the person i'm like hey you know swiss army man i haven't seen it but it's gonna be weird and i bet it's and i'm almost I'm almost absolutely positive I'm going to give it a better review than this or or Batman v Superman or The I Lobster. Yeah. yeah lobster. I liked it. Lobster. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, may I just say may I just say may I remind you I did not say that I didn't like it. I just said that I didn't understand it like you did. Okay. I know, I know, I know. I'm still <laughs> no, that was to Bobby, Bobby specifically. <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. We were all silent though. <laughs> there are other better films you can go see this summer if you want to go see really good film. But, but and then again, I agree with you. I don't think that's me saying this film is bad. No, I don't think it's don't bad. I would not necessarily recommend it, even though that's a that sounds a lot it's like not, a non recommendation. Dude, it's if not the if it's, it, it's if not the first thing we would recommend. No, it's not the first. Right. That's, that's but if your thing. kids exactly. are driving you up the wall and you need to go shove them in a dark room for a couple hours, yeah, go. It'd be great. <laughs> Fuck Bobby. <laughs> no, no, that's it. No, the a, movie that's game a, podcast does not support child abuse. <laughs> Please child get a abuse. proper sitter before you go get drunk and go to the movies and hate your kids there. I said take the kids. Just shove them in the dark no, room. Don't take the kids because the then theater. we have to listen to the kids the whole time. Like in the I, next row I over. I have to agree. <laughs> no, no. The, I mean, the, the, I don't, the, I don't the advocate child murder, as I just said, but like wow. in a movie theater, it's kind of understandable. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, I mean, the it was thing, child no, the, abuse earlier. How did we jump to child murder? Child Good murder. God, yeah, Jack. <laughs> Jack just jumps to all of the extremes. I do. That's the whole point, guys. That's why people... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but no, but the the the, 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 the theater that I was in, there there were there were actually quite a, there were actually quite a few people in there with kids, and the kids were fine. So to speak, so like so if so if if, if we're gonna go with Bobby's whole like just get them to shut up for two hours, then yeah, they were pretty quiet, minus the laughs that everyone ever that everyone was expelling. But you know, it was it was good. So Bobby's right. kind of right. Did children get it? Like I, I feel like this is pretty raunchy for kids. No, there, no, there, I, there was, there were some kids, there were some kids who, there were some kids who got it. Like, Not for, raunchy, for, for, just action packed. And, no, no, and there's a lot of physical comedy in this movie, which usually tends to jive with younger audiences. So fair is fair. I mean, and, it's, and like, I mean it's like when you ahead. see a fart. It's, it's like when you get a fart joke in, a, in like a legit kids film. They're gonna laugh because it's a fart. Right. It, it is Speaking a squarely PG-13. <laughs> Be sure to tune in to Movie Gang Podcast review of Swiss Army Man. <laughs> it's forthcoming. This is, time. this is as good time as any for ads. I was so, going to say. Yeah. yeah. The Wrote Movie Gang mark. Podcast this month, the month of, I guess, what is it? We're still in June. Fuck, we're still in June. Wow. All right. The Movie Gang Podcast this month is sponsored by What Katie Read. Come take a look at Katie's, uh, my girlfriend's. <laughs> <laughs> he admits it. He finally admits it. We're funded by Jack's girlfriend. My girlfriend's uh, YouTube channel, which doesn't have a video up because I have not edited it yet. <laughs> oh, my God, Jack. Dude, Do I'm not ask how she is supporting this podcast, but she is. We have the worst fucking sponsors. Emotionally? <laughs> Maybe other things. No, she's not doing that. She's not doing that. I'm just going to put that out there. Otherwise, I'm going to get fucking murdered. She's going to kill you later. No worries. The hair dryer's on, so I could say whatever for a couple more minutes. Uh, <laughs> we are also sponsored by Newman Visual Productions. Head on over to newmanvisualproductions.com and check out the wide range of photography and video services given by yours truly, Jack Newman. While you're there, also drop a line and ask if you want to be a sponsor for the Movie Gang podcast or our subsidiaries, A Feast for Bros. I mean, our subsidiaries is Tuscan Shed Network, and our opposite podcast, our sister podcast, is A Feast for Bros. That's NewmanVisualProductions.com. Y'all bitches didn't know we were that fancy, did you? Super fancy up Bitch, that's shit. my company. Fuck off. I like how Feast for Bros <laughs> is our sister podcast. That's uh, that's appropriate. Yeah, that's right? funny. Because we're going to rape it. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, Jack. That's not okay. Corpse. That's, not, that's not okay. <laughs> no. That happened. No. That happened. Like, go watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm not caught up and yeah. I will kill you. <laughs> There's All a reason right. I'm not on Feast uh. for Bros. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just want to say, now that the season is officially over, I now have 15 episodes that I'm just going to binge watch like a motherfucker. Please get up to speed for next season. I'll be ready by beginning. next season, it's I gonna promise. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I, d- I didn't want to get the 30-day 30, the, 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 the free trial of HBO Go without the season being over. So I could Peter, I'll give you HBO now. I have a what? password. You said you, that you on our podcast. W- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's going to be some cuts. They're the going to find no, you. Not. I'm not cutting. This is a lot of fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> the Movie Game Podcast. <laughs> With 50% less cussing because my mother listens to it now. <laughs> Guys, we're totally just plugging because this movie has ceased to be interesting to talk about. I know. <laughs> so let's go ahead and give this bets and get this bitch over with. Let's do Trevor, it. Trevor, you're yeah. up first because you, you gave us the opportunity. What do you want to give Central Intelligence? I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10, actually. I guess... Yeah, maybe I could give it a 5.5, 5, uh, but no. Nah, nah. Really? Okay, cool. Uh, just to be a little more generous. No, five? Yeah. yeah. I'm just still not there to All a right, six. Jesus. I can't can't do it in good conscience. All right. 
Trevor gets a 5.5. You want to justify that or just, just can't get there? I mean, we justified enough. I don't give a shit. No, I can justify Bobby, it. Your <laughs> never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just I, I, like you said, I kind of chuckled along the whole time. So, I mean, it was a decent time for me, but I wouldn't like if I knew how good it was and had to decide whether or not to spend money to go see it again, I probably would just stay home and watch something a little funnier instead. <laughs> that's that's the worst <laughs> recommendation ever. <laughs> I guess that is a oh five point five for you. <laughs> like just a non recommendation. <laughs> Bobby, you're up. I I would give it a six. Um I was in a supremely good mood the day I saw Central Intelligence, so that may bias my vote a little bit. Aww. Um but I, I, I really did have a good time. I took myself to the movies. I was the only person sitting there in the theater. and Lucky. That's what I wanted. It was it was a pretty pleasant afternoon. I mean, I, would I go see it again? No. I've already seen it. But it was perfectly amusing for the two hours I was there. And I didn't regret giving the movie theater my six bucks. So, you know, it's a, it's a six for me. It's slightly above average. If you want to go see a summer blockbuster what? movie, go see it. Oh, man. Okay. Cool. Peter, you're up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, um, I will give Central Intelligence a five. It was kind of middle of the road for me. It was just very average. Like 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 we've like we've been saying, it's a block it's a summer comedy. Um, I got some chuckles, but I didn't get any laughs, something that I kind of expected to get from both Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart, but I didn't necessarily get that until the credits, so uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jack, you can change my score to a five. <laughs> yes. I already I did the math, bitches. We're rolling. We're doing it live. The math is easier without a decimal. Come on. I just, <laughs> he has a point. You should be able to do that shit in your head by now. Uh, How old are you? <laughs> I'm a fucking <laughs> child at heart. That's the important thing. Um, plus five. Plus, uh, I'm going to give it a four. Um, and, and I think that... It's fucking the same. It doesn't make any difference, Trevor. It is the same fucking score. Either way, you just made me do math twice. That pisses me off. God damn it. The Movie Dating Podcast, definitely not brought to you by math, bitches. I give it a four because I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I want to, like, I see, I think a four is a recommendation for super fans of the context. Like a five is mediocre as fuck and is not a rec and is, is, is that and four is, is a not recommendation for the vast majority of people. And I think I wouldn't give this as a recommendation for vast majority. And I think you have to be representative of the time period of when people are going to see this thing. And I'm like, should people go see it? No, I don't think so. I think, I think that's the truth. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's a definitely, it feels like a five and I respect everyone else giving it a five, but like, I think the math just pissed me off there at the end, so <laughs> fuck you. So now you're mad. Fuck this movie. I don't know. Yeah, stop. I mean, I, 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 like, I, feel, I feel like that's the issue, too. Is like, I feel like a little bit like I, I, I chuckled, and at the end of the day, I do feel like my time was wasted a little bit. Wait until it's on TV. I think that is yeah. the perfect environ for this movie. Yeah, this is a movie you should probably watch when it comes on TV later. That or the bargain bin for like $2. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want if you want to put $2 towards it. You know. I was, I feel like that's actually kind of extreme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Movie Gang podcast gives Central Intelligence a 5 out of 
10, which actually, for me, in all honesty, is kind of high. But it is the ultimate mess score, so I feel like that's, uh, that's pretty appropriate. All right, on to bets for this week. Yeah. All right, let's see. What's opening up this week? Swiss Army Man. Ah, uh, yes. Now, let's go over to boxofficemojo.com. We planned ahead, guys. <laughs> it's not like I, I do shit at Bobby, the fly I, at all. <laughs> Bobby, I honestly feel like you say that every single time. I don't plan like... ahead. Just fuck off. <laughs> I'm, doing out of, I'm doing it on the fly. <laughs> I'm not in charge, so. <laughs> all right. The release date for the Swiss... Oh, that's actually June 24th, so that's actually not going to work as a bet. Um, <laughs> Never mind. The BFG this <laughs> Friday. Just <laughs> kidding. For the opening weekend for the BFG, how much do you think the domestic gross will be? Oh. Oh. I'm an actor. I'm not good with money. I know. I guess we I also. Love how, I love how you make fun of me for making actors stereotypical, and then you're like, you're like, oh my god, money, <laughs> <laughs> something so droll. <laughs> Probably should factor in the droll, fact that it's really? going to be a four-day droll? weekend. I don't know. I don't think I've ever called anything in my life droll. I don't think I've ever July. used that word. Yeah. No idea. Okay. So <laughs> who's going first? Uh, uh, Trevor, you're up. Oh, okay. Um, what's um, sorry? Everyone was robotic. I'm gonna take that out of the. I'll yeah. take that out of the cast. Sorry about that. Everyone was robotic like a bitch. No, it's not you. Don't go ahead. Um, what's the? Uh, here, give me a ballpark because this is just some so much amounts of money that it's like not within what I. I, I, well, I, I can I'm go first. Think. Okay, I can go first. Gonna, go ahead, Bobby. I'm gonna guess thirty million. Ooh, Bobby with oh. thirty million. That's domestic. Yes. All right, I'm trying to pull up real quick what similar movies. Oh, here we go. Got similar movies. Okay. Do we know what else is being released this weekend? Um, so yeah, Swiss the Army Man. The um, Purge. No, that was actually the 24th. Yeah. Um, so similar movies that list Jack the Giant Slayer, which released gross, um, which opening weekend gross was 27 million. If you think about this, too, we'll do the cast next weekend, so it'll, the bet will be completed right at the end of opening weekend. At, right. So, again, Jack the Giant Slayer earned 27 million. Journey to the Mysterious Island, The Adventures of Ten Ten, which I don't know why that's um, opening. The Adventures of Ten Ten was low, opening at nine million. Hugo opened at eleven, and I, I think those are both the same kind of like kidsy with like a like like a, like a sense of awe ad- adventure movies. Yeah, yeah. It's not really an adventure movie, but it is kind of like kind of that book, uh, that subgenre book type that I think is mm. filling in there is like young. Truly young adult um, fiction, and I think it's looking at like movie adaptations of that. So I think that's probably what's generating Jack the Giant Slayer, J- Jack the Giant Slayer, and Adventures of Ten Ten. So and the, remember again, that wide range of that highest th- right there is twenty seven uh, million, and um, the low end was nine million. Um, okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Wait, Bobby already said thirty. Thirty. Bobby said thirty. Um, I'll say thirty five. 
35 million. 35 million. Yep, yep. Because Open weekend. I mean, because I mean, like, I, 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 remember like when, like when, like when we first, when we first, first, uh, when we all talked about this, um, like some people were like, oh yeah, I remember reading these books as a child and blah blah blah. So, so, so I, I think, I think at least for maybe not for everyone, but for some, there's going, there's going to definitely be a nostalgia factor about about this. Not at, not nearly as big as the Jungle Book, but 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 there but there will be some. All okay. right. 35 million. I'm going to go under Bobby at 29 million. Oh, you asshole. <laughs> what is this? The price is right. What Son the last person bet? 1500. 1501. You ass. I am the <laughs> bet master. Do not question the bets, you peons. <laughs> when did I become a peon? Damn. We're going to have to dethrone Jack. The power's gone to his head. It has. <laughs> you really are going to have to cut out my cut my children and bake them into bread and something else. Whoa. God, I'm he's sorry. tired. Katie bets twenty-one million. Welcome to Ag- welcome to Agamemnon. She's an asshole. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we have thirty million. Trevor, you're up. We have twenty-nine. Well, I feel like the uh, it would be a safe bet to lowball everybody at this point, but actually, I'm going to continue this trend of optimism and go for forty million because it Ooh. is a Spielberg. And actually, this is oddly the movie I'm really been looking forward to more than anything this summer. Yeah, yeah I'm I was excited. surprised because I, I mean, just putting this in my like my perspective here, like uh, I was surprised that people really wanted to do this movie for next week. Like I, mean, I was very that shocked me actually. That, really? Like, no, I have no desire to do this. Like I, I read <laughs> the book, and I just have zero desire to do oh, this movie. Oh, because I, mean, I know nothing I'm, about the book. I'm just banking on like, do I. what I've seen Spielberg. from the trailers. Oh, I like. loved the book. So yeah, I love the book. I just, I just like, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's playing off my nostalgia, and I just like don't need that right now. Mostly, <laughs> I don't want to go because I'm moving this weekend, and it was, I was desperately needed somebody to take over the cast. So I was just desperate for anyone to do whatever the fuck they want, and if they're happy about it, all the merrier. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but the whole, the whole point is that um the whole point is just i'm just i i just i didn't really think this would connect with its audience and it it seems to be so i think i think betting up especially of jack the giant slayer because we were all rolled our eyes continuously at those commercials and i think this has a more winners i think i I think a high bet is good here even though i'm the low bet so (sighs) i i I honestly, I make, you can tell that I'm not like cheating on these because like I make these bets up as I go, especially like in cast and I'm not smart enough to cheat because I'm losing <laughs> continuously. <laughs> I think I've won like twice. Sarah is still in the lead. So yeah, she's kicking ass. Fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Sarah's on top of it. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and do bets from last week. Fuck. Where are the bets? <laughs> We bet on Neon Demon. And I know, but what was all the scores? Okay, here they are. It um, was just you and me, and it was uh, thirty-five, no, fifty and forty percent. Refining Dory, top critics, regular critics. Uh, f- okay, so Bobby, bet yeah, yeah. You said fifty percent. I said forty percent, and Peter, Peter said thirty-five. And I didn't vote. <laughs> you were a shithead. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Democracy doesn't work anymore. It doesn't at all. All We're right. Being shown it right now. <laughs> I love you. In the doghouse. This is going to be a shit show when I go to editing because of my own stupidity. I love it. Yeah, this one's on you, man. The rest of us were well behaved. Hey, yeah. shut up, Bobby. Oh, Relatively. All right. So, with that in mind, the current score is 37%. 
which puts it halfway between 35% and 40%. That is unfortunate. Wow. Me and Peter are tied for today, which means we both get a point in the overall Yay! cast. Fight to the death on who gets to conclude tonight. Okay, no death. No death. Fuck that. 35, 36, 37, 8, 9. No, it's not. You're terrible at math. Go away. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. Wait. I know, right? So I much sucking up is going better. to have to happen later. I, I fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so wait, wait, that wait, means wait, both wait, of us wait, get wait, a point. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. No, I'm two points away. You're three points away. Oh my god, do the same math she just did. What? I said thirty-five. You said thirty-five, 40. thirty-six, thirty-seven, eight, nine. Oh. <laughs> 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 we are not. You are correct by math, guys. Uh, <laughs> what? Did anyone so graduate with a bachelor's of science? Or are we all BAs? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we should all be ashamed and tell our parents that they did not help us achieve a good education. Again, the Movie Gang Podcast. Oh definitely god. not brought to you by math. My girlfriend is flicking me off. That is a sexy dance, though. In case you are curious where we all attended tr- like college, we went to Trinity University in San Antonio, Texas, and they gave us a great education because we can like do math. Top education. Top education. <laughs> Good they stuff. Definitely, they definitely helped us in like communicating with spouses. Um, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and basic addition. Right. <laughs> so addition. I we Nailed both get a point. Well, actually, Peter gets the point and the yeah. win. So, Peter, you have won the rights and responsibilities, thank God it's ending, to close out this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> please give us your Twitter name, anything where people can reach you and yell at you. And please, the floor is yours, sir. Please. Uh, well, I don't have a Twitter name, but if you want to reach me on Instagram, you can find me at PTD underscore 90. Um, Last wo- last word. So remember, la- so remember last time I won and how and how I and how I wanted you all to listen to Carly Rae Jepsen's Carly Rae Jepsen's song "Run Away with Me." Well, this time I have a new song and it's K-pop, aka, AKA Korean pop. Uh, my, my my current obsession right now is a song by Taeyong called "Why." Taeyong is a member of a worldwide famous gr- uh, K-pop group called Girls' Generation. They are like literally the quintessential K-pop group, like one like one of the quintessential K-pop groups uh, right now. Like, I go. I go Go look up K-pop girl groups, boy, boy groups, girls' generation. You will most definitely find they're like top five, basically, and there are a ton of them. Trust me, like several being de- several like four or five being debuted at any at like throughout the year. Um, Taeyong's song "Why I Love It." It's like it's, it's got like this like it's got like, like this kind of like. A singer, singer, song, singer, songwriter vibe makes makes with EDM a little, a little, a little bit of funkiness in there. Um, haven't looked up the lyrics, not gonna lie, because it's in Hangul, Korean. I I don't speak that language, even though I lived there for two and a half years because my dad was in the army. But love the song; it's got a great feel to it. Give it a give it a listen. I have been singing it on and off all day and like uh, dancing to myself. Um, anyway, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this week's episode of the movie podcast we hope that you enjoyed enjoyed yourselves with all of our antics and how much how we get off the rails and how far off the rails we go um tune in next time we hope you all have a wonderful time wonderful day peace